What's going on, guys? It's Papa Purpy's Podcast, back at it again with another episode. Today's guests are Kodiak and Tom. So, Kodiak, I'll let you start by introducing yourself. Hello, my name is Kodiak. I am the Scoutcraft Director up here at Camp Phillips. It's been a blast. I am a fifth-year returning staffer, and my favorite color is pink. But why, though? <sighs> why, though? Pink is obviously the superior color, because, you know, you got red, you got white. Why not mix them together? Pink. It's magical. Okay. Sure, why not? <laughs> What's up? My name's Tom. Uh, I'm the Cub World Commissioner. This is going to be my uh, fourth year returning on staff. My favorite color is aquamarine, because it's, I don't know, it's just a pleasant color. I enjoy looking at it. It's a nice mix between uh, green and blue, and uh, it looks nice. Does it now? Does it? It does. Your lanyard's <laughs> aquamarine. Is it? Yeah. You're aquamarine. Got it. Got them. Uh, my favorite color is teal, by the way. Um, so it's like pretty much the same thing. Yeah, we're like twinning right now. Yeah. You know what? LEDs going on the teal for the day. Oh. Nah, that's not teal. That's teal. There, there we go. go. You guys can't see, but I just made some cool teal LED lights go off in this room. Now, enough of the awkwardness. Um, let's dive right into with a question, shall we? All right, so um, you guys have just talked about how you've been working on it for at least four years, both of you. Me, I'm over here on my second year. But um, what can you tell me about your favorite year of staffing? Why is it your favorite year? Sure. Uh, I mean, I guess I can go. Um, I guess my favorite year is probably 2018. It was pretty bomb. Um, and that was your... That was my second, second year. year, okay. Yeah. Um, I'd really settled into the position that I was working in. Um, so back then I was doing aquatic stuff. I was the, uh, I was an aquatics instructor, um, and I taught, like, canoeing and helped out with some other ones. So at the marina? Um, at the marina, exactly. Wait, wait. That's where I work now. Really? Yeah, yeah, oh, Tom. What? What's going oh, on? That's crazy. Um, but yeah, so a lot of stuff. Uh, I, was the, I did a lot of stuff at the marina, uh, helped out with that, which is really cool. Um, that's, that's the year I met, I met Tanner. It was pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> and I'd really, I'd really settled into the position that I was working in and kind of knew what was, I was, I knew what I was doing, uh, more so than I, my first year where I'd worked at the marina, but you know, I wasn't really in a position where I was kind of self-sufficient and, uh, could do stuff like that. But my second year was, was excellent. You know, personally, I've made it just a policy to never really try and pick a favorite year. But I do have to say that uh, in my five years, each one has just had something special. I think probably one of my most memorable... I'd have to go and say it with my first year on staff. I worked over at the Cub World side of things, which, for those of you who don't know, is for the younger scouts between about first or fourth grade. But I just remember living in kind of a dorm room situation, and my roommates were just a blast to have. Who do you have? So, uh, basically, if you were to think of the layout... It was a four-room situation. There was a main living room, and then there was surrounded by kind of an L structure of three separate housing rooms. In each of those three housing rooms, there was a bunk bed. I personally roomed with a guy by the name of Michael. He was a blast. A friend of mine lived across the hall. His name was Patrick, and they also had Sam in there. And they were definitely two of the highest uh, parts of my camp. Definitely a highlight of camp. Do you have anything specific about them? Yes. And um, they're quite interesting. For those who aren't watching, we do have a live audience that is mimicking innuendos <laughs> of things that may or may have not transpired on campgrounds. Oh, oh you betcha. Oh, well, you've already spoken. Why don't you join the podcast, Tanner? 
Tell us a little Hi, about my yourself. My name's Tanner. I uh, worked at uh, Handicraft last year. I got hired midway through camp because uh, three dudes went to the hospital. Then they needed someone to fill in. So I filled in. Then they hired me, and it was great. Loved it. Now this year, I'm working at Cub World. I am shooting sports. There's no one else with me. I am by myself. So I really love it when I see on the evals, they're like, shooting sports favorite area. Might as well say Tanner. Just saying. <laughs> I'm the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, now you really got to get in for more of this stuff. Well, I did, I did the thing. Yo, yo, but thank you so much. Oh, but yeah. yeah, but yeah. My Oh, my favorite year? Yes, so, yeah, uh, yeah, get on the question. Only, this is only my second This is only my second year. And uh, last year was kind of lit. This year's kind of lit. I'm very, I don't know, I kind of like them both. I'm pretty impartial. I just like the people because you still hang out with either side while you're doing stuff on one side, like Scott side or Cub World side. So I don't really mind. So I kind of like them both equally. Yes. Yeah, I know my first time I um, inter. well, I shouldn't say interactive, but the first like quote unquote like bonding or like actually getting to know you was when I went to Culver's that one time. It was like you, me, Beck, and uh, Amber, and, uh, and Charlie. Yeah. Oh, I remember, remember that. that. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. We had the middle seat. Yep. Yeah. Like the rounded glass round. That was fun. Yeah, that was a good night. Yeah, uh, I, I like them. Yeah, uh, and then on the way back, I fell asleep in the back of the car while you and Charlie were in the front. <laughs> I remember yeah. that. I remember that. That was funny. I was so tired that day. I don't know why. It's just real life fast travel when you think about it. <sighs> way to way to segue into our next question. <laughs> no kidding though. So uh, Tom and Kodiak, you guys. Um, just finished up your first year of college, right? Yeah, I did That's as well. Correct. Oh, really? You did too? Yeah. Awesome, yeah. perfect. We're all in the same grade. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. What, 11th, 13th grade? 13th grade? Yeah. Going, into, grade. going into 14th grade. <laughs> oh, no. All of us going so tell into 14th. So uh, tell us about your first year uh, uh, as a 13th grade. Um. So my school is called Milwaukee School of Engineering. It's supposed to be like big, fancy, private engineering school. So I thought there'd be way less dumb people. But oh, my God. There are so many stupid people that go to my school. Like, Jesus Christ. I had this one kid. He just, like, I wouldn't let him touch, like, chem experiments at all. Every time he touched it, he'd ruin it. This one time, he tried pulling off, like, a suction thing. Just yanked it out. Like, all of our experiment flew across the room. Like, all this copper we just pulled out of some, like, solution. People are really stupid. What's but your, it's really fun. What's your major that you're going for? Oh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for electrical engineering. I had my first year already. Uh, my school only my school doesn't have any gen eds, so I've already been doing like a lot of coding and a lot of uh, math and stuff, like electrical engineering stuff. Talking about electricity, yeah. We all the only gen eds we have are three English classes, and other than that, it's like we're just doing like engineering stuff. That's very cool. It's more of a specialized thing. Yeah, it's still a four year program, but the whole the whole shtick because most engineering schools take five years to finish, but we work on trimesters, so they cram more information in, so we can fit three class periods. So oh, that's sure. How, that's how they pump kids out in four years instead of five, like usual. Oh, all sure. Class, my my school has a three-trimester three system going. Yeah, it is weird because my high school only had had quarters instead of trimesters. So going from that to <sighs> trimesters is really odd. That seems really weird because I don't hear a lot of quarters. I hear a lot of semesters, though. Yeah, it was like we had four different quarters in high school. Then, like, two semesters, but they were kind of pointless because it was quarter one, two, three, four. No, sure. I had that in high school. No. Gotcha. So, Tom, what can you take away from your first year? From my first year? All right, well, uh, I go to James Madison University. It's in uh, it's in Virginia. It's pretty bomb. I love it. Um, my first year was was, was pretty fire. Uh, not going to lie. Um, you know, I really, I, I don't have any complaints. I was thinking about it, uh, and I was like, you know, my school has not, like, screwed me over at all. Like, they've been, they've been really good with everything like uh especially like class selection um and stuff of that nature so um i don't know big takeaways um you know i guess advice or whatever is is uh, definitely get involved um i got involved with a lot of organizations on campus um and i loved it um i'm involved with uh some of the groups like the uh, marching Royal Dukes, uh, that's the marching band, um, involved with, like, fencing, um, I give, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, just tried to get involved as I could, um, and so I was able to make a lot of really great connections, so, uh, that's kind of my biggest takeaway, uh, for my first year, but, uh, yeah. That's very interesting. What is your major again? Please remind me. Computer Information Systems. 
Oh, wow. Wow, what is that like? That sounds kind of boring. No, it's... (laughs) (laughs) What separates it from, like, IT services? What what makes it that So, So, people compare it to uh, computer science, whereas computer science is the creation of kind of, like... those technologies, uh, computer technologies, stuff like, like, like that. Like a hardware, you mean? Or? Well, hardware and software, because computer science. Uh, I, although I think computer science is focused more on coding. Yeah, computer science like builds the program that Tom's going to school to utilize. Yeah, because like they then, can build it, like they can make it with like Legos, whatever. Then Tom's the one who like figures it out how to utilize it to its fullest capacity. Yeah, pretty much. So CIS is kind of the application of those technologies are, that are uh, created and you know, used within a business context. Yeah, a good example is, like, healthcare organizations. One's called Epic. It's used across the nation. Like, that's, like, something Tom would work with. Like, he'd probably go to different, like, hospitals and try to figure out, like, how to work it and how to make it, like, consumable by an average nurse or whatever. I think that's a really interesting degree. I haven't heard about it before, but very cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It just sounds really boring. (laughs) It's not. It's It's a lot of database design. Um, so but, does that mean, like, can I see you in a few years, like, working in one of those, like, uh, like, one of those downtown cities where they have a, what are they called, the Incu, like, the little, uh... Tom and I can work at the Yeah, like, 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 they're almost, oh, okay, the scene tight. from kind of Incredibles, Maybe, the scene fire. from Incredibles, where, okay. uh, where the, the, the dad's working, like, in one of those, uh... I know, insurance? I'm not in a cubicle, because it's no, a lot No, cubicle! More, oh that's what God. I was looking at. No, it's not Tom, in a, can I see you in a cubicle? No, you're not gonna see me in a cubicle, I don't think. I don't think. It's a lot more, no, well... I don't know, they usually use cubicles for, like, the... Depressed people. Know. It kind of depends on the company, because some higher-up people, they do use cubicles anyways, but, like... Yeah, I know. I'm hoping in working on, Yeah, probably maybe an office, some kind of desk situation. Yeah, some kind of desk situation. I can't imagine it'd be a cubicle. Cubicles are getting less and less popular anyways. Mm-hmm. Only more like, only older companies use them. More modern technology companies especially use, like, full-on tables. Yeah. And, like, you get a whole workspace, basically, with no walls. Yeah, yeah. It's so also wanna... a lot more team-based now. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, they yeah. A lot of teamwork. yeah. That's why they removed the walls, so you can, like, communicate. Because if Tom's working on part of a, like, information... If he's working on part of an information system... Then like maybe his friend or like his coworker is working on another part so they can yeah. collab whilst mm-hmm. doing work without having to set up a meeting. Exactly. I can see Tom as depressed in a cubicle. You think you can see me as depressed? I mean, you, got you the, would be you, so. Sad. You have the neck for already. Like. I have the neck for yeah, like, already. Like, wow, like, what a I'm roast. just trying to lean into the microphone. Oh, sorry, my bad then. Yeah. Um, and then please don't. Uh, I have a minor, or I'm going for a minor rather in uh honors interdisciplinary studies and that's uh the school's honors college um that's pretty cool they have a lot of opportunities um opportunities to study abroad um and do things like that like a there's a capstone project um that i also have the opportunity to work on which is really cool um so oh, yeah, i forgot my minor i'm going for mathematics as my minor because electrical engineering we already take a lot of math so it's just like three extra classes to get a math minor so it's like no big deal very interesting what about you, Kodiak? Yeah, Kodiak. Kodiak. tell us about your first year of Father college. Kodiak. Everyone's staring at me. All right, Father so Kodiak. well, just tell us about what it was like, you know, first moving in. How, right. how it was like overwhelming. Because I know you, uh, you going to Oklahoma, uh, in Oklahoma. Yes, that's correct. So if you hear in the background, uh, probably shared in Andrew's podcast, but I have developed the nickname Father Kodiak or Father. Kodiak. You're welcome. That was me. Yeah, thank you. That's your, I that's appreciate your that. Follow Kodiak. Last week with your splendid rock. It's my favorite meme. Thank you. I appreciate it. Shout out to rocks. So here's the thing. I moved down to Broken Arrow, Oklahoma this last fall. And it's probably one of the best decisions I've ever made. Broken Arrow, like the place with the high school marching band? I've never heard about it. Never been a band kid. Broken, Broken Arrow High School. I think they're one of the like top marching bands in the country. Just fun fact. Well, that is Broken Arrow fun. High School. So here's the thing. I'm going to Raymond Bible Training College. It's kind of think of a uh, technical college, tech school kind of thing, except for ministry. So like think not priests, like the Father Kodiak. No, it's Father Kodiak. Father Kodiak. Father Kodiak. Oh, yes, Father it's Father Kodiak. Please help the sermon. Oh, boy. Well, the thing is, it's it's a school more towards, like, pastors, missionaries, even just laymen. It's really interesting. It's kind of like a life school rather than academics, which I found absolutely fascinating. And it's definitely one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. Because, like, 
a while back, I, I, not to flex or anything, but I had the brains in that for going to architecture and going into civil engineering and that. And just like, I had a big change in my life and I was like, no, that's, that's not what I want to do with the rest of my life. That's not what God's called me to do. And, uh, my, uh, uh father figured my life went to Rama. I checked out and this last fall I moved down there. It's really interesting because uh, I grew up in northern Wisconsin, so moving like 850 miles away is a little bit of a change, but um, it's absolutely been super smooth. So I moved into an apartment complex that is owned by my college, and the nice thing about that is that all my neighbors are students I've like become friends with, so I can literally have a nice discussion in the middle of the night with a friend or go and bug someone down the street, and it's absolutely fun. But, um, let's see, talking a little bit about this year. Uh, moved into apartment solo, and, um, I definitely had interest in classes. These classes are a lot more based on things that you can straight up apply to your life instead of, like, thinking about calculus, like... How am I going to apply Whoa. that in my life? You know, these are Whoa. shots fired towards the... What the fuck? And we're live. So, here's the thing. Coming back to going into college, I think it's been absolutely amazing. Definitely a huge decision that I made. To <laughs> Thank you, Noah. But uh, <laughs> the thing about this is that the things that I have learned, I will be able to apply to my life for the rest of my life. Like, one of my classes is really interesting. All right, well, Tanner, did you learn about how to have a successful marriage? Because I sure did. And I'm actually really <laughs> how do you have a successful wait, wait, marriage? Really? So, Tell us about yeah, that. So yeah, it's really awesome because my well, I college... learned linear circuits and how to code. In Tanner, C -sharp, so. shut up. He's talking. Enjoy having fun with that computer of yours. All right. Um, here's the thing. Do you know how to make a fully integrated database? Oh my goodness, no! Yeah. But I can make people smile. You gotta use VHDL. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you make an ALU on a little circuit board, then play with it with switches. <laughs> no, Let but I do speak. have happiness in my life. All right. Calculus makes me happy. Thank you, Tanner. So here's the thing. <laughs> my classes are taught by uh, professors that have been in the industry, quote-unquote, for many, many years, and they're super knowledgeable in their fields. Ministry, life, uh, dealing oh, with okay. people. So, like, a lot of people, when they hear the term pastor, think of some dude in robes, you know, performing the ancient uh, rituals and whatnot. But in all honesty, the way to, like, think about it is, uh, in the Bible kind of thing, a pastor just takes care of his flock, kind of like a shepherd, uh, using a little bit of symbolism, but essentially what it is like these it's a lot of dealing with people and a lot of like helping people kind of as a life coach but also as a leader but also as a host of so many different roles and being there for everything and so it's really interesting because i know that these professors genuinely care not just about my grades how i'm doing in school but personal life i know i can go before the dean of the school and say hey I'm having family issues, or hey, this happened to me, or hey, that happened, and they'll genuinely care for me, and that's just something absolutely amazing, and it's really cool, because this school, yes, it is minister-based, and it is Christian-based, and that means everyone around me may not have the same experiences, or may not have the same train of thought, but they will have a common identity, and that's just something, like, absolutely stunning to think about. Yes, but how do you have a successful marriage? Oh boy. Well, here's the thing. I'm not sure if I can sum up in 30 seconds what I learned in about a semester. Uh, but uh, I, I just need the key points. Well, here's the thing. I can recommend a book for you if I can remember it. No, I don't like time. reading. Oh, come on. Okay. Yeah. My school's kind of the joking. same as Kodiak's when it comes to the social identity. Because my school offers only engineering courses. And, well, we offer all engineering courses and a nursing major. Because we have no girls. So we have a random nursing major thrown in. But like every single person's like, if you're struggling with someone, like everyone on my floor is, is in engineering, mechanical engineering, civil engineering, like all in engineering. So I can go to them and just talk to them. And my school is really small. Like we only have like 2,000 enrolled like total throughout all four grades. So like, well, there's like super seniors because school's hard. But like, <laughs> yeah, our average is leading towards more than five years soon. 
But yeah, it's still really nice because you get the homey feel, even though you're in like the middle of Milwaukee. Which I is think not that's a homey thing. I think that's an awesome point to like bring up the idea of college and whatnot is finding people that you can find like identity with, because like as each of us have hinted, like both of uh, Tanner and my schools have that common touchstone point, and Tom, in his diverse college, has been able to find people with the common goal. And be able to, like, kind of make a family away from home kind of thing. And that's just absolutely important. No. So, what's up <laughs> next, Noah? Uh, actually, I wanted to go back to one of your points about... Oh, um, making marriage Your religion. No, no, no! <laughs> well, you see. Love. Well, you're okay, what's up? Like, like, what are um, key points? I mommy just want... really likes daddy. I think what Tom is asking is for it? is something like, oh, hold a conversation at least once a day. Is that it? Like, kiss her once a day or him. I'm not going to do You know, this brings up a I good point. I think he's talking about that. It's not about rules. It's about relationships. That's a very, very important piece of life what advice. What does that mean? So, actually, here. This will segue right here. Um, Noah's about to ask me something about my religious identity right. in a sense. And I wanted to just ask everyone too, um, but mainly Kodiak, where do you stand? Right. Uh, and where you, you mentioned it early, uh, but you talked about a journey that you went All on, right. right? Well, um, kind of. I don't want to sound like some guru that just climbed up to the top of Tibetan Mountain and just like meditated for half his life. But uh, I did grow up a lot this year, and I think one of the key points. People, when they think about Christians, all right, a lot of people identify as Christians, but it's really sketchy, so to say, all right? I can call myself potato, but if I'm not brown and planted in the ground, I'm not one, all right? You can't make fries out of me. But the thing is, um, myself, I think the key thing I learned about is when it comes to God, when it comes to Jesus, it's not about following the set rules. It's not about choosing to abstain something. It's not about choosing to do something in place of something else it's just about living to please him because i love him because he loved me first and that's why i say relationship above rules it's about like caring for the other person more than you put your life above so like uh just loving choosing to do what's best for them choosing not like in the sense of a control trip kind of thing but like hey I love you, so I'm going to put my interests after yours, all right? And putting yourself, not not being a simp, but <laughs> um, about placing them above yourself. And so for me, like this year, definitely learning. It's been about like, hey, I love God. I love Jesus. I've seen what they've done in my life. I've seen what they have done for me, how much they love me. And I'm going to choose to reciprocate that love and choose to accept it into my life and try and live for that. All right, Tom, you had something you wanted to add. What was that? Was it about marriage? Yeah. All right, well... How, how does it differ from simping? <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned simping. Simping is an issue with low self-esteem and trying... So if you have a high self-esteem and you're not supposed to try hard. So I wonder, has uh, Tyler been on here? Because if we're discussing ego... Um, oh, I have a massive I, ego. I haven't gotten him on here. Oh, yet. that would be interesting. You that was just a joke. I love Tyler. That's the answer. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, and all the, Wait, Tyler, Tyler, did you just get here? Yeah, guys, it's me, Gerd. I'm here. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think I think the, 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 the word simp, though, is, is, is grossly overused. <laughs> hey, are you okay, Tom? Poked. What was that, yeah. Tom? I just got poked in the side by what? Tanner. Wait, by Tanner? Tanner. Was that you that just got who just poked Tanner, Tom? Well, I didn't poke him. I, I hit him with my knuckles. So can I ask you why you decided to do that? Right on the podcast. Yeah, right on the podcast. I just wanted to. I just, you know, right. you know, I you know, just can't. It's only been it. on for twenty three so, minutes. Not to get outside. No, no, no. Moving on. No, 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 no. Not moving on. Not moving on. Are you okay, Tanner? Because you can you seem to touch everything that listen, your hands can touch. Listen, I need entertainment. Okay, I can see that. Do you have ADHD? Are you not no. entertained? Are you not entertained? Yes. Here. Give him that clip right there, that pink one. Be silent with that. No. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I cut the corner off my name tag. Oh my gosh! Did you fan. just do that? In the, in, the, in, the, in the dining hall, in the fan, it ate my name. <laughs> Welcome to the man child episode of uh, so uh, Purple Purpies. Papa Purpies Podcast. Papa Purpies Podcast. We like scrubbed the whole floor, so I was like, ah. All right, now we can get back on Bringing topic. Bringing it back Bringing in. Bringing it back in, Tom. Tell me about your religious life. 
My religion. I was talking about how simping is overused. Oh, well, that's okay. We're just yeah. We'll, over we'll that. skip over that then. Let's bring you back to the main points. What is the main point? What I just said. What is <laughs> what is my religious <laughs> life? Like, yeah, what is it like? Or like I well, uh, yeah, I was raised. Uh, I was raised Catholic. Um, you know, I still, I still am definitely as active as I can uh, within that community. It's played a huge role in my upbringing. What does that I mean? Was, what does what does what mean? By uh, being Catholic? Having, no, 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 no. But like, <laughs> no, 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 no. But being active, how have you remained active in that? Okay, well, I definitely think uh, with you know COVID and stuff like that, it's definitely become uh, a lot harder, um, especially uh, because you know those those big gatherings are canceled um, and stuff of that nature. Um, but you know, I think it it kind of goes beyond that. It goes into you know uh, you know living to be the best version of yourself that you can, um, you know. Being... How do you judge that best person of yourself? What is, what is your standard for judging? What is your standard for judging? Yeah. Is like... it something that... No, no, I don't know if... this is question open-ended. Totally I don't know open. if it... I don't know if it's something necessarily that can be judged. Um, you know, I don't think there's like... You know, there's a limit where it's... Yeah, this is my, this is my best point. This is right? peak performance. This is peak performance, right? No, I think it's... I think it's something that is... Um, I don't know if transient is the right word. Um, something that is, you know, it's, it's, it's something, changing. something that's shifting, right? Um, you know, it's not one thing. Um, there's no real way to measure it. Um, it's just kind of, well, you could you say know, it's almost like a, like an art style, you know, it changes over time, but it's never, it does. Really I think, I think over time you change as a person, um, and oh, you're always working, um, and being active in that way, you're always working to improve yourself. Um, how do you determine what needs to be improved? What needs to be improved? Um, like I how think do it, you determine? I think it. I think what. it comes from looking at yourself. Um, you know, seeing where you've messed up. You know how you can improve and learn from those experiences. Um, and I think that's a big uh, part of shaping who you are. Is um, you know just trying to focus. Um, you know, on what you need to improve. Okay. Oh, dude, I love that response. Thank you so much. Sure. Uh, Tanner, you want to jump in with anything else? Uh, I don't really know. Um, I don't know. What question? Well, part? what is your religious life like? Um, so I was raised Methodist. That's like the most chill, like denomination of Christianity, pretty much. It's like super chill. Is Methodist the most chill? Yeah, like for when you have communion, it's not like compared to Catholic at least. Compared to Catholic, I I always picture the main three in my head are like Catholic, Lutheran, and Methodist. Mm-hmm. And like so, I got like a confirmed and baptized and everything. But like I don't know, I, I've just started to stray away since like I got into upper age of high school and stuff. I have very different views on life than Kodiak does, but I respect how Kodiak feels. It's just we just I just we just like think different, you know what I'm saying? Well, that's good to to talk. About I'm like how you yeah, feel. I don't really. I'm not gonna restrain. Yeah, you. no, I'm like. I don't know. I, I'm pretty far away from the church at this point. I don't really go to anything. Or like, I'm not super active or anything. Mm-hmm. That's totally pretty, fine. Pretty chill. You know? Yeah, it's too. What is your it's outlook you. then? What do you mean? Like, like I kind of talked about how, um, you know, how, I don't know. Well, I talked about how I was, like, active. What did I talk about? <laughs> talked about what what is your outlook in comparison to Kodiak's? He was talking about how, you know, you're always trying to, um, you know, love one another um, and stuff of that nature. Does it differ that from Kodiak's or is it, you know, kind of your own? Um, I think like... Are you on par with it? I feel like Kodiak's much more forgiving than I am of, of people in general. Like, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm kind of mean. Like, I don't really care about some people, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't care about a person... I don't like have a connection with them in some way. Just like me. Or like if they're nice. No, you're fine. I like Noah. You're good. You're good. Yay! Yeah. But like, no, like, yeah. Like, I definitely don't have the same outlook on life as Kodiak does in that regards of like forgiveness and stuff. Like, I don't really care as much about other people. I'm very like, like, my, I like, I have my circle and I care about like my circle and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Yeah, I care about my street, y'all. The street. Yeah. <laughs> the Colfax streets. <laughs> Oh well, thank you guys for sharing your honesty. Uh, do you guys need to leave or something? 
Oh, we were gonna. Why are you gonna ask it like that? That's so weird. Well, I saw you guys were looking at like a time or something, but you guys don't have to leave now. Oh, don't worry. You'll have me <sighs> until you're done. It's okay. Youth protection. We love youth protection. Youth protection. It's our That's a fair game. Oh. You can get a uh, Ethan. Piker's here. Yeah, he's here. Know, you know, he's, we he's could open the door. He's an interesting guy, I think. I think you should bring him. <laughs> Youth protection has its good merits and whatnot. Like, it makes sense, especially after stuff that happened in the 70s. But it is a pain in our butt. Indeed. It's a thorn in our side. So do you guys have any funny stories that you can tell about camp? I had this kid. So I work at Cub World, right? At shooting sports. <laughs> oh, boy. So uh, there's like two stories. The first kid... He oh, shot so, himself in the leg. No, right? no one it shot was, himself. It was so funny. Uh, but like he like was shooting right-handed, right? Then he like pusing, then he cocked the gun, turned the safety off. Then he stood up, said, "I want to shoot left-handed." Then he did a three sixty <gasps> around himself, and the, all the parents like dropped to the ground. <laughs> I just like ran over, grabbed it, and I was like, "Nope, we don't do that." Like if he pulled the trigger, it would have went off. It was wild. So I was like, "You can sit down and go right-handed." <laughs> then like that same session, I had this kid. So it was a slingshot range. You shoot dog food, right? The kids are just like, he like he's shooting right. I'm like right behind him, and he just like turns around, pulls it all the way back right in my face. He's like hungry. <laughs> like, oh, oh no! Like I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> oh my! It was goodness. wild. So I'm like, nope, nope. We point it that way. <laughs> Did you say that, or were you like really strict about it? like? No! no, I'm not very strict. I'm I'm good with the youngins. You can't yell at them because uh, they're, no. they're literally like seven years old. They'll yeah, break down. They'll break down. Break down. Tears. I yeah, think no, you're right. So yeah. I just like. I was like, nah, we, we point that way. Yeah. yeah. That reminds I me. I definitely do. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. Uh, my first year, I worked at archery, and definitely, like, kids armed with stuff is amazing, but at the same time, a little terrifying. And I'm by myself. Yeah. Dealing so. with, like, a bunch of kids. I'm the, there's usually two staff members, but it's only yep. me. Yeah, it's I remember, terrifying. like, kids <laughs> drawing bows. And it's it's okay because, you know, these bows are like 15 uh, pounds, which is incredibly weak. It won't even shoot up past your yard. But, like, at the same time, kid, you've got that pointed at my forehead. That's going to hurt a lot. Alrighty. Some of the arrows are, like, proper adult arrows with, like, field tips on them. And field tips are, like, the actual pointy ones that, like, that come down. So you can, like, kill stuff with that, like, small game. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I don't That'll like the use that one very much. Mm. That'll straight kill you. <laughs> I know if, if I ever worked at Cub World, I, I wouldn't ever do this, but I like to think I would do this, is that if this kid ever, if I had to ever yell at a kid, I'd do it like in the uh, the Batman voice, be like, what are you doing? No! Stop that right now! Kind of like uh, uh, Alex has this, stop the rocks! He has like this, shut up, stop the rocks! I can yeah, see no idea doing that. Just, just like, not... Seriously, but it's kind of like, funny with. Well, guys. actually, okay. Last week, um, I got yelled at. Uh, not yelled. At, I got a talking to. Ooh. Um, because okay, so here's the story, right? It was, was Friday. It, it was giving you a talking. No, to? it was it was um. It was, it was our boss. Parent? It was it was um Camp Phillips boss. Big man. Director. Really? Um. So he was right behind me, and um, I also got one from um Captain Jack too. But it, it went something like this, right? So, um. That okay. Last Sunday is we usually have this thing right after flag, uh, where we take down the flag. Yeah, it's about seven fifty. Called the Mirror Badge Fair, and uh, how it works is you go and check into your classes, make sure that you are. Wait, re- when was this yesterday? No, last Sunday. I said that already. Oh, last Sunday, no. Um, and you know you check in to make sure that um okay uh, to reassure the uh, the counselor that you'll be there, uh, as well as if you need to change or drop classes uh, to get different ones, kind of thing. So. We um the aquatics area is broken off into each each area is broken off and um uh, Grayson was with me and he was super hyper that day he was like trying to be like super into it and uh, motivate more uh, like motivate everyone and you know I was like the opposite I was like really tired that day for some reason and um. I had, like, no energy. So then when Grayson was just like, yeah, 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 I was like, yeah, sure, I'll try and be energetic, too. So this kid walks up, and Grayson goes, are you here for aquatics? And he goes, yeah. And so I'm like, okay, I'll get into this. And I go, yeah, too. And then um, uh, the kid goes, he's like, Grayson, I go say, what are you here for? And he goes, fishing. And then I, um, my, my smiley face drops to, like, a frown. <laughs> and, and I'm obviously, I'm playing this up for laugh, uh, laughs for the kid. And I, um, I point my, my finger uh, across the uh, across him, 
behind him to uh, to point to Scoutcraft, which is where the actual fishing area is. Yay, Kodiak, he works there. And um, I said, Skullcraft, it's over there! This is Aquatics! Never speak to me again! Oh my god. And um, the kid did one of those, um, he, like, it looked, it wasn't natural, but he, like, he'd stop and, like, he threw his head down and then he walked away, like, all cartoony or whatever, right? So I thought it was, it was, um, it was fun, fun games, but, like, right afterwards, Kevin Jake's like, whoa, 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 that kid know you were joking? And, um, I was like, I don't know, I think so. That does sound like he definitely knew. And, um, yeah, and that's what I thought, too, and then, and then Brennan, he's like, I was like, yeah, yeah, I definitely think he was. And then he goes, okay, well, let's just make sure that we, you know, tone it down a bit. I'm like, yeah, I got you. And then right afterwards, Brennan, oh, we'll say his name, um, Brennan, uh, like, was right behind me, and he goes, Noah, and I, like, I turn around, and, like, shake his head, he's like, don't do that again. And I was like, I was like, he's like, he, I don't know if that kid actually feels bad or not. And I was like, ah, it's because of the mask. And I don't know why that popped in my head. I said, oh, that's part of the mask. He goes, uh, partially. Um, I don't know why. That was, this, this I got the first a good thing. thing. My, I got a my good head. thing about that. The thing with wearing these masks, I'm a very expressed person like this podcast. Very. It's interesting because, like, a lot of my go-to signals are just, like, a smile, thumbs up, facial expressions. Guns, yeah, exactly. Facial expressions. Yeah, you get more personality, but we're talking into it. Absolutely. Well, the thing was, MP3. Uh, the city where I'm going to school is is pretty large, and so, uh, when quarantine was starting to hit and masks were becoming a lot more commonplace, I was wearing like this kind of tactical face scarf thing. Yep. And it was kind of like bandana style across my face, and I was just doing Walmart shopping, getting whatever I needed. And the thing was this. Poor guy, I, he kind of reminded me of Bill Murray in some sense, and he goes up to me, he's like, plan on going skiing, and I was just trying to be, like, real friendly, and I tried giving him just, like, a nice little smile. As I walked away, I realized with severe regret, it looked like I just stared him down, like, glaring at him, because it's kind of hard to see, where, like, you can definitely judge if someone's smiling by, like, their eyes and their uh, eyebrow shape and whatnot, but <laughs> at the time... I was probably half exhausted, so, like, it was just, like, a half smile, and I think the poor guy thought I was, like, just glaring at him, because mm. his face just dropped, and he walked away, and I felt so bad, I was like, no, wait. <laughs> Oof, that that's definitely an ouchers moment. Pretty painful, not gonna lie. Yeah, speaking of COVID, how is, uh, how's that affecting you guys right now? Well, uh... Like, physically, mentally, and uh, emotionally, what is, has really changed in your life, and... What I would I I would say has improved in your life because of it. I I haven't been able to play Magic and Paper for a while. They're finally opening up stuff again to play like the card game in person. But like I haven't been able to in a long time. It's really sad. But like at shooting sports, I have to wipe down so many things. Like every gun before a kid uses it, every bow after a kid uses it, every slingshot after a kid uses it. What? Yeah. What? Bow? Wrist rocket? Arrow. Oh no! Nah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like terrible because I have to like help them cock the guns too. No, so you said like, cock. I have, to, I have to cock. I say cock so many times a day and with the kids. You gotta cock the gun. There's no other term for it. Yeah. Load it? No, because no, it's already loaded. Oh. Arm it's gotcha. like. Yeah. How was the quarantine during college? Because like each college, the That's... way and time they decided to quarantine was slightly different. How did uh, each year? So we'll start with Tan and then we'll go with Tom. My, uh,. So my school, they basically just go off what um, UW-Milwaukee does and, like, Madison does because we're pretty close. So, like, we close at the same time as them. But, like, so my last trimester was all online. And the way my school works is, like, I have a lab for every class. So, like, I have to build circuits and, like, do coding projects and stuff during labs. And it's so much worse watching a teacher build a lab, like, like build a circuit board than, like, put a multimeter on it. It's so boring. So I just always had to skip to the multimeter part. I'm like, just tell me. That's like measures like voltage and current and average and stuff. I just said the same thing twice, but whatever. Um, yeah, so it's like really boring. It was so trash. Like my calc professor was just terrible. She was already bad before online. Like she was like the worst calc teacher at the school. Then oh. I had her online. It was just trash. And was she just like a, she was a bad teacher, but was she like a bad person too? No, she's a nice gal. Mm -hmm. Just like. Hard bad. to listen to for teaching. Yeah, I have a teacher. Kind of, I had a teacher like that. She like she would make an example that's like too hard, and she would just like give up halfway through. <laughs> oh wow, that's, that's a so that's weird. a great teacher. Fuck you if you're listening, by the way. 
I don't know who you are, but fuck was, you. I mean, she was a nice gal. Fuck you. Double fuck. Yeah, nobody wanted to take your class because the way it's like the sign up works, like you can see when the classes are open because there's only like eight per like class or whatever. So like you can see which ones are closed and like hers were the cool. only ones open. Have you ever heard yeah. of Rate My Professor? Yeah, yeah. that's what I was I got a call from Joe. Gotcha. All right. Well, Joe. next up, let's have Tom tell you like how what did your college experience change? with uh quarantine sure so um mine was canceled after um spring break we got a notification it was kind of funny um it was actually right before um the night before i was going to have my wisdom teeth removed um oh nice that they said hey you know we're gonna do a week online or we're gonna do a week off and then we're gonna go online until april 14th i think it was the 14th sometime in april um and then we'll make a decision, and eventually they just fully, full sent, uh, did the entire semester online. Um, and, you know, that was, it was definitely an experience. Um, professors had to change the way that course materials were delivered. Um, and so, you know, some projects got changed into alternative assignments um, and stuff like that. Um, so it, it was definitely an interesting shift, um, especially socially as well. Um they canceled a lot of stuff um, for uh, like sports. Um, there was for fencing. There was the state cup that got canceled. Um, There's a couple tournaments that got canceled. Um, you know, and a lot of social events, especially. I think when we come back, social events are going to be um, you bigger know, than ever. No, they're yeah. not going to be big. I think they're going to be pretty small because they're they're, they're they're really discouraging yeah they're gonna have restrictions right. I mean, we already have lots of restrictions so, here going on uh but yeah so it's definitely it's definitely been a shift um you know but it's been you know it's been something that everyone has had to adapt and going back to your kind of common ground question you know we all kind of share that thing where we're all trying to adapt to this new environment gotcha thank you it seems like uh tanner and tom are well, got to called, take a leave he want he get, he wants us to gather. Yep. Urgent. Or do you guys yeah. want to give a last word? Um. Uh. What do you want the audience to walk away with? Drop out of school. Do math. <laughs> um. Yes. And this has been wise words from Tanner. Wise words from Tanner. Tom, wise words. Wise words. Yeah. I don't care. You can be comedic if you want. I don't really have anything funny. Um. You know, just keep keep working to improve yourself. I don't know. Do what you want. It's a okay. Well, thank party. Well, thank you guys so much for uh, being on the podcast. I briefly talked about um, quarantine in my life, uh, but I'll I'll recap it just a bit for everyone and for Kodiak as well. Um, it was really hard at first. Uh, I was like, I, was, I did slump into a depression, um, a very minor one. I I, I should add. Um, but definitely, definitely felt something. I, I don't know. It was a really, really terrible feeling, but, um, it's all about just making progress on yourself for me. Um, I know Camp Phillips has done an amazing job. We are on our final week at camp. I cannot believe it. Fun week. Fun week. And it, it's actually kind of, now that I'm thinking about it, this is making me really sad. We're on episode six and we're already done with almost we're almost done with the summer i remember being at the end of staff week and recording the first episode with stevie and tanner and derek um we've come a long way and i'm very very pleased with how camp phillips has um has i don't know how you say just like relieved you of that rel- kind of depression. yes relieved me of that depression and just kept up with um great standards for sanitation and keeping everyone safe no cases here, and um, I was half expecting one. So, to be, if I had to be, if I had to be frank, honestly, everyone's been working super hard with like complying with these COVID restrictions and whatnot, and the kids too. They've been great. Like honestly, um, for the most part, I mean, yeah, for the most part, of course, they've been slipped here now. But right, honestly, for what kids could have done, I think I'm genuinely impressed by just. The participation, the cooperation by troops and whatnot. And uh, I think that's really crucial. Mm-hmm. So, going back to the question at hand, what was what were we leading off with? Um, talking about um, quarantine and what you think you've improved upon because of it. What are the benefits, I should say? And this might be weird, the benefits of quarantine. 
<laughs> I'm not gonna lie, as more of an introverted, I know it's hard to believe, but trust me, as more of an introverted person, quarantine was interesting. I'm not gonna lie, like, I, at, part of me wants to say it's like a vacation, because, <laughs> you know, me and my little castle, I have my own one-bedroom uh, apartment that I've turned into my little haven of solitude. But at the same time, there was, like, that interaction with people that I needed, and that was definitely something that I could get my hands on. But, uh, quarantine, for the most part, went pretty smooth. My school as a whole went, uh, it's mostly lecture-based. There's very little lab stuff we can do, but there's some stuff outside class. But they just simply put lectures up online. My teachers figured out how to use Zoom, which was interesting when you have a 200-person class. And, oh, nice. uh... It was, it was really interesting because these lectures are each an hour long. I needed to do at least three a day. And uh, procrastination got a nice little hold on me, all right? I'm not really one for <laughs> procrastination. <laughs> I do my best to avoid it and whatnot and try and put strategies in place. But, you know, it snowballs, all right, in my defense. But it's kind of interesting because I think the most... Like, before I get into, like, something I truly learned, a fun little tangent of a story. I got 36 hours behind that. I had to catch up in five and a half days of classes. And, um, I think one of the coolest things about, like, quarantine is that I allowed a time for people to, like, find out what clicks for them. I don't want to say self-discovery because that just sounds kind of, like, sketched out and overused. But mm -hmm. just find out what kind of clicks in your life. For me, I kind of like fidgeting with things in sense, just like one of our guests just was. Ah, uh, yes, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I, I found something that works for me. I enjoy playing some games. I, I would not consider myself a gamer guy. He is a gamer. <laughs> All right, okay. Me with my PlayStation Three and my little nice laptop. Yep, he's a gamer. All right. For sure. All right. Gonna get that uh, chicken dinner. Alright, well, <laughs> I literally wanted something that would help me fidget with my hands, but would not take up my mental capacity. Because with this, um, the classes, the things that I'm learning is absolutely amazing. And this lectures gave me the opportunity of a lifetime to be able to A, like, save them for a later time. Uh, but B, also, like, if there's something I miss... I could squeeze on back and head on back and find out what I miss. But essentially, picture this. I'm in my little haven of solitude. I have a nice little speaker that's Bluetooth connected to my laptop, playing the lecture right against my right leg. On my lap, I have a nice little notebook that's open up, flipped to the class and that. I have a nice uh, pen on it or pencil. And in my hands, PlayStation 3 controller, loading... Uh, me versus bots and Black Ops 2 multiplayer. <laughs> and the thing was, it's about finding that little click thing. You want to, like, weigh the benefits and whatnot. But for me, it was really simple because I played that game forever. And I could, it was something that could just simply be automatic right in the back of my head. And uh, I would be able to, like, notice, hey, that sounds really important. Jot it down. Keep going. And <laughs> with that, I managed to get... 36 hours of lectures plus, you know, all everything else done in five and a half days. And I was really, really pleased about it. You know, to relate to that, um, I got, I picked up the skill of card tricks. Ooh. Um, while quarantine was happening, I would throw on the videos, like the, the videos for the day, like directions, and I'd fidget with card tricks. Oh, that's and, really interesting. And now I have a few card tricks down, so that's awesome. I I guess I wasn't the only one. I I, I know I wasn't the only one, but no, for it's good sure. to hear it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've heard of people that took up baking and cooking a lot during quarantine, because they're stuck in the house, can't go outside, they get bored, and they want to eat. And I thought it was hilarious, because they got a couple friends that really experimented Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the best things was my friend and I were trying to perfect the Red Lobster Biscuits. <laughs> and I think we got it. It's like so, so good to die for. Uh, I could go for a really good biscuit right now. You know what's one of my favorite things about like college is the idea of eating in the lecture hall at your breakfast in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Um, Going, moving into my first apartment, moving along, like, I was raised really well, and I didn't really have any roadblocks or whatnot going into, kind of, like, easing into adulthood, 
But cooking, I like cooking. It's fun. I, like I hate eating it. Good food. Oh, you hate it? I don't hate cooking, but if I don't know what I'm doing and like I have to make something, I'm like, oh, I'm so hungry. I want to eat now. I have to spend 30 minutes cooking. Then I eat the food that may or may not be good. And then I spend like another additional 10 minutes washing dishes. Gotcha. For me, it's all about finding what works for you in these little situations. Like, personally, uh, pro tip from professional college student. Father Kodiak, of course. <laughs> Father Kodiak, Father Calkins. It's a life hack to reheat leftovers. Leftovers and Tupperware is a must-have in college because... Well, make sure that the Tupperware is microwave-safe. Otherwise, it's going to stain uh, and, and damage your plastic that's Tupperware. okay. I can have bright orange plastic if I want. <laughs> but no, you're absolutely right in that. Um, I definitely found that it is hard to remain motivated. I mean, quarantine. Quarantine's its own whole thing about motivation. But in general, like living on your own, remaining motivated is a huge struggle. And you have to find just like, okay, what's going to motivate me to do this? What's going to push me to get up this morning what's my inspiration for okay i'm actually going to attend class today okay i'm going to do the dishes i'm going to do the laundry i'm going to be an adult and uh it's like finding what's propelling you yeah i had the same thing like that it was like okay list of the day here's everything i'm doing and then i do that the next day and then eventually i'm like what's the point oh. that was that was me that was my whole thing but um well, ever since we got to camp, I've realized that I don't really think about quarantine or anything like that. I know when um, when this gets published and we go 10 years into the future and kids are asking us what it was like to live in a, a global pandemic, I like to think that it's not as big as everyone is going to make it out to be in the history books. No. Um, it's because... It was. It's bad at some points. It gets really bad at some points, but at other points, it it just it's normal. Like it's very. I think it's very normal now. It's a lifestyle that we've adapted to. Um, we man, we man, we lit. Just we just pretty much sanitize our hands a little bit more because there's sanitations everywhere, so it's super convenient. Mm -hmm. And then you just wear a mask sometimes. You just throw it on, and um, we get that shoved down our throat, um, <laughs> by upper people. Um, even sometimes when it makes no sense, um, is this a, yes, is this like yes. a personal no. tackle? <laughs> no, it's not a personal tag. It's just me venting my frustrations and yes. soon to be venting my frustrations to the higher ups. Ooh, interesting. Yes. Anyway, um, so it's, 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 it's definitely, um, it's definitely normal now. It's normal and it's not that big of a deal, honestly. You know, the nice thing is that we can keep in mind, no, this is not going to be permanent. Like, people use the term new normal. I know, I just bought an anime mask and guess what? It's going to be irrelevant within the year. I'm so sad. Okay, <laughs> and they so, haven't even showed up! I know! Uh... Here's the thing. June, I found kawaii anime masks and I thought they were the funniest thing ever because I just want to subtly mess with the kids so much. Because, you know... You got this big dude, and he's just wearing a kawaii cat lips, like the uwu. Yeah. And uh, I showed it to two other members on staff, Noah being one of them and Hunter being the other. And they were like, yeah, I want this. And I was like, all right, this company in the U.S. is going to get here within 5 to 15 business days. That was June 23rd. One package is in the United States, so is there, there is a possibility it might be here. It might be here within the, the last four days we have of campers. Yeah. <laughs> it's that was a the big point. I wanted to mess with campers with it. It was I know. so funny. So, oh, and we also got the same one. I mean, was it just yes, me and Hunter? It was or you all, and Hunter had the same me one. Me and Hunter the same one. We were going to totally twin it. Uh, look for purple water coming out to a, to a sound machine near you. Oh, boy. I, uh... I ordered five masks, and the thing is, like, <laughs> my college is hopefully doing on campus, and if we do, I genuinely might wear them just to mess with a couple of my friends, because mm -hmm. it's, it's not, like, a, a weird thing, but, like, you it's might a get, fun, you, yeah. subtle mess with my friends thing. Yeah, but if you go out in public like that, you'll probably get judged super oh. hard for being, like, this big weeaboo person <laughs> with the, the ponytail. Oh, shoot, with the ponytail in the back, with the... Oh my Larger goodness. body and All right, let's, glasses. Let's, let's get a let's get a bodybuilder for Cody. A bodybuilder, uh, Colin, where are you? Did he have a bodybuilder? 
Oh, a body pillow. I said a body builder. Oh, no, 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 no. A, a body <laughs> pillow. I almost got one for gag gifts. Not not the Secret Santa one, but the oh, um, but just in general. I love getting body pillows as a gag gift. Um, it's it's so funny. You know, it's funny. it's so funny. But, like, my parents never approve. They say it's too inappropriate. I'm like, you're just cuddling with it. You don't have to go that far. <laughs> I can just see, like... In my sleep, once in a while, if I got, like, a headache going on, I'll take the top pill and, like, tuck it on my arm. And mm -hmm. now I'm picturing me with... I don't know who even would be on the pillow. Well, would it be... Choice. Okay, would it be a guy or would it be a girl? Uh, I probably a girl. <laughs> definitely gotta be the girl. Um, you could do the, um, the, uh, the blue-haired... Uh, Hatsude Miku. That's oh the, my uh, gosh. That's the blue hair with the, the twin tails. Oh, that would be absolutely hilarious. The thing about this, <laughs> Hatsune Miku. I haven't watched a lot of anime, so that's definitely on the uh, hit to list. But when are you gonna watch JoJo? Oh my goodness, I've heard stories about JoJo. But it's so good. I ordered not to to jump on your no, your your uh, mask story. I ordered a Caesar headband, which is a character. If you watch JoJo, you'll gotcha. find really quickly. Um, I ordered his headband back in May first. And it said, oh, coming between June 24th and uh, July 15th. Like, oh, good. So I'll have it for camp. And then... It's still in transit. It's it's still coming or something something came up. It's not lost, but it's something up. So I, I completely relate to your ch ch China. Also, it came from Wahoo, China. <laughs> oh, no. no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It just, oh, came, it just came from China. Gotcha, it just came gotcha. from China. Like, people China. rip on China for producing stuff, but I mean, it's impressive, like, the manufacturing capabilities, but yeah, it's I, I not love... impressive some of the stuff that goes behind the scenes into yeah, making that. Yeah, like, you know, like, having, like, the uh, the suicide uh, Ooh, ropes suicide or nets up, nets. The yeah. suicide nets, because they're like, so yeah, depressing. we know you want to kill yourself, but yeah. we need you to kind of work in the factory right now. You know, I think one of the most fascinating things I've ever seen about China, mm -hmm. I love to go there sometimes, so, like... With my school, I'm hoping to go international with things. Uh, that's the plan, anyways. But uh, about I like looking at maps. Alrighty, uh, there's wonderful maps out there, and one of my favorites is like I think it's called the Population Circle. Mm -hmm. But essentially, picture a world map, and you take just a single circle around part of like the the eastern coast of China, and a majority of, Ch of Southeast Asia and India. And the thing about that map is that everything inside that circle, which is just a fraction of the map, has more people than the entire outside, which is just amazing. Think of how many people are living in this small area. Urban living is kind of interesting. Like, it is. Thinking about how people have come together to build these massive communities. So they built, like, Fortnite? Oh my goodness. Real life battle royales. Real life battle royale. All right, we're going to go uh, take one hundred scouts and drop them off in the middle of Wahoo China. Wahoo oh China. <laughs> I was going to say drop them off in the middle of the Canadian forest with miscellaneous things and just let them go. Out. No, no, Wahoo China, best Wahoo. one. And they can use their um, they can use their uh, what are those little scarves called? Their neckerchief. <laughs> they can use it as their gliders on the way down. Oh my gosh. Just one kid just plummet. <laughs> yeah. No, there'd be a few of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. The battle bus would be one of the camp vans. <laughs> that's hilarious oh. to think about. That is awesome. They would definitely have the dance moves down. That's that's one thing about like I don't want to say growing older. I'm not old, but like You're definitely not old. Seeing kids starting to like just pick it up more and more. It's died down, thank goodness. It's died down, but it's Fortnite, you mean? Interesting. Yeah, yes, the Fortnite yeah. dances, flossing, all that stuff. Yeah, I do it um, ironically now. Oh, but I, bet. I, I, I do, I did occasionally do the Fortnite dance to because uh, I thought they were Fortnite. fun. I thought the dances were fun. Honestly, they did. Um, but getting off on Fortnite. Um, so out of everything we talked about today, um, I just want to ask you, what do you feel has been the most important topic, and um. Give us your final words. Oh boy, final words of wisdom. Yeah, most important. Well, one minute for there's it. There's a couple things that I think are just incredible. The first one is the sense of finding common identity because the people you hang around with it influence you so much more than you can uh, ever imagine. And along with that is the idea of relationships, not rules. I think that was huge because like.
if you make anything in life, so in my experience, making Christianity, making my love for God, making my love for Jesus, a thing about rules, it's not fluid, it's rigid, it's hard, it's a yes, it's a no, instead of a relationship where it's like, I don't want to say fluid, but it's flexible. You work with the other person to please the other person, and that brings joy to yourself. Yeah. Do you think that was pretty good? No, I, no, I definitely like that, yeah. Alrighty. Well, where would you like to go from here? Well, I just want to say thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast. Absolutely. Now, what was the podcast name once again? Papa Purvis Podcast. Thank you so much. Like, subscribe, and you have a wonderful day. Yay!